Welcome back to What Would It Cost? On today's episode, we're excited to talk all things Florida as Spark Financial Group is expanding to the USA. Today, we're here with our operator and partner, Niels Decker. Hi, everyone. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Welcome. We're happy to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. AKA Wheels. Wheels. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be biking down to Florida. Yeah, exactly. Tell story. Tell January thirty first, he's gonna be hopping on his bike with the winter tires and the little yeah. trailer in the back, making his way down. Change yeah. the tires halfway down. Yeah, good to go. Uh, but we're excited because you're our first uh, first staff member on the podcast as well. So that's pretty cool. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a really fun one for us because we're talking our expansion to the U.S. They're going to be heading off. So not only is this exciting for us because we're expanding into the U.S. and south of the border and this being the first flagship joint venture that we're doing, but uh, it's it was excited to see you, you know, vertically integrate and move your way up with the company and take on the operations director and make partner in the firm. Right. And, and to see you day in, day out, just come in with that enthusiasm and that energy to be, you know, fired up about the overall project keeps us, you know, at a real, real, real high energy pace and, and feeling good about it. Bring us into what that what that experience has looked like for you and uh, how you've had, you know, your challenges and your obstacles put in the way. But what that starts to look like for also everyone in Toronto, Ontario and Canada that's going to be able to benefit from what we're building out down there in regards to the consulting arm and being able to facilitate all of their real estate needs, not just the transaction through the financing, right? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing was, uh, you know, before coming on board was, having that vision that you guys had and, and the post that was up about, uh, I think at, at that point was about Sarasota. And, and when I came into the office, I said, uh, you know, this has been a conversation that was already going on in our household and in my family's household Yeah, and how that all aligned. So that was, that was beautiful. And the last eight months now it's been, uh, you know, it's been great to see, you know, what you guys have created in the office here in, in Toronto and to, to see what the culture has been like and what you've been kind of forming. And, and now to, to have a taste of that and bring that down there, I think was super important along the way versus, you know, starting from scratch. And then, you know, culture is not something you put on a piece of paper. You know, it's, it's more of an experience. So I think that was actually uh, super beneficial and important to now have experienced that and bring that and roll that out come February. And I mean, it's already starting now as we're looking for, for the positions that we need to fill. And I think that the next step now, which is, is we're getting so close to actually bring that full picture. Like I'm having conversations with people here now of, you know, what does it look like? And and when we're speaking on like our Crunchier's vision that we have for people right away, it's like, oh my God, that will relieve so much pressure. Right, you right. Know? And, which, and that, which is what, what we loved the idea of attaching to the brokerage right yeah. from the jump, right? Is, yeah. is that whole process in regards to, okay, where, where do I start? Where do I finish? Who's there to, to walk yeah. me throughout the process? Yeah. And really with that white glove service that we yeah. always, you know, pride ourselves on being able to provide. So talk to them a little bit more about what that starts to look like. So I call the spark line and you pick up yep. from, from uh, that end. And it's like, okay, I want to buy in Florida. I want to make an investment and, uh, and get some capital moving down there on and build out a, a an asset portfolio south of the border how do i do that yeah so however that comes in i think uh the process that we're going to approach is essentially it'll be an onboarding process where we're going to have a look at what is it that you need 
that we can help you with. So for everyone that looks different, you know, it could look like that they have a cousin that does the real estate or they have someone, a friend of a friend that does uh, title insurance or they have someone that does, let's say, uh, IT setup, whatever it is. You know, we, we ask what it is that you need and then we look to fill the gaps. And it might be that they need all of those things. Right. Um, and I think that's the beauty of it is that we work with everyone to look at what it is they need and fill the gaps on, on how we can support them. So that process, that onboarding process will allow for that. And, um, you know, essentially it becomes a, a custom a custom kind of service, a white glove service that we can uh, right. can provide. And I think it's beautiful because it goes beyond just saying, we worry about the mortgage, go figure out the rest, come back to us and, and we'll get you set up there. Now we're saying, let's bring you to the finish line with all of our partners yeah. and make this process uh, an easier one for you. And I right. think that's the, the exciting part about it. And you know, all of our backgrounds, we have, uh, we have hospitality background. So for us, that's second nature, you know, and, and I think, uh, that will go such a long way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cause we've already seen so much success from it here in the sense that we, you know, tie in our buyers with realtors, if need be lawyers, insurance agents, all that, yep. even movers, you know? Yep. So, uh, that's what we're really excited to bring that same experience. Like you said, it's not just, okay, we're here for you for the mortgage, go figure everything else yeah. out. It's, it's stressful. It's already stressful yep. here when people are buying and they live here. Now yep. you're moving to another country, uh, country, you're buying a vacation home in another country, yep. whatever it may be, it's stressful because you don't know exactly how to navigate. Yeah. And for some, even a d deterrent and people yep. that are, are delaying it or Absolutely. are not wanting to do it. For most, it's yeah. a deterrent. Because yeah. I've had a couple of clients yeah. we spoke with, they said yeah. they gave up on it because yeah. Yeah. I don't know what one person was saying this, one person was saying that I had to refinance here and buy there and, and they just, they were lost and yeah, it was yeah. a deterrent. Yeah. yeah. Well, you look at like the, the, the tax strategy that you got yeah. to move down there with the immigration lawyer, right? Yeah. Finding out and figuring out about that climate, the ecosystem there, it's different. It's, yeah. it's not rocket science, but there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So to be able to help navigate them through that and essentially be the one-stop shop that allows them to get down there, that's I think that's really, really going to empower a lot of the investors that are here, a lot yeah. of people that want a vacation property. Because look at the cap rates. We're looking at a two and a half, three, three and a half cap here. Yeah. Yeah. That's good right now. Down there, there, there's some property management companies that are showing stats and data that are at like 25, 30. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's even from 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 an investment standpoint, it's a no-brainer that the yields are are much much better down yeah. there. Well, for so, sure. The so why wouldn't you put place your capital? Exactly. Down there? The density is amazing. Math, right? The density is amazing as well. Like you know, you look here. We truly, there's a city and a city there. I feel like you know, from a Miami to Fort Lauderdale, it's almost like a province to a province. Yeah. Here we're nearing 38 million for the population of all of Canada. There they're nearing 23 million for the population for the state. Yeah. So and it, to go to the next point about yeah. the cap rates, it's like here. It's like. Is it is it worth it buying that investment property to really try and stretch out how much you could make versus down there where we're seeing higher cap rates and vacation homes as well? Yeah, Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, yeah big Plus time. And seasonal depression's a real too. thing, boys. Yeah, look, look yeah. at the weather right now. I'd love to be down there with Neils. <laughs> Vitamin <laughs> D. Feels so bad. He's moving away. It's yeah. like, hey, bro, there's yeah. palm trees and a beach down there too. You know. But on that point, I think too. I think some of the stats. It's like. Uh, the home prices, and we were going to get into this, but it's around 40% higher as you look at Canada as a whole versus yep. the States. And uh, I think one of the biggest things that we forget is that the majority of Canadians live along that border of the Canadian to the US border. Yeah. So essentially, you got one of the biggest countries in the world, but all of its population is 
kind of going only towards one area of the country and driving the prices up and in the states that's that's much different you have landmass that's much more livable and the climate is is great in most areas for the most part there's there's cold parts obviously but um so i think that makes a a big change and and home prices are obviously going to be different um so yeah there's huge opportunity there it's a great point you make because here we're Funny you mentioned that because I was actually reading about it the other day. It's actually 50% of Canadians live below, yeah, uh, almost like a, a Timmins type area, and 75% of Canada's mortgages are in the Ontario market. Yeah, so it's like you know you're looking at new developments. Yeah, it's great we're expanding, but the prices are raising because everybody's trying to build so many houses yeah. as they can in that same area because again you don't want to be living past that 50% line. Yeah. Whereas yeah. down there, like you said, there's yes, there's cold places, but it's desirable along the entire coast, yeah. along the entire yeah. state. The density is very concentrated here, yeah. where the land mass over there, like we always speak of, 30 million in Canada, 30 million in Florida. Yeah. Take yeah. the whole country, jam it into that <laughs> exactly. state. It's 10x, literally, you yeah. know what I mean? So that, that's exciting alone, right? Yeah. 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 So, so give us, you know, a lot of people given that, you know, that the, the deterrent of, they're just lost of to how to navigate this. What are some differences, but also comparisons to our mortgages? Because I found it interesting when we were doing some research. So, yeah. you know, speak on that a little bit. Yeah, on the mortgages, um, I think some of the biggest thing, one of the biggest things that you should should actually determine is that will this be a home that you're going to live at, mm-hmm. or that let's say you're there for six months and you're not creating an income from, right? Because that will be the biggest thing. Will this be your home, or will this be a rental income, right? And from there, you'll look at what your down payment is going to be. Typically, if you're not renting it out, you can do as little as 20% down. Mm-hmm. If you are going to be renting it out, it could be anywhere between 25 to 35% that is asked to be put down, depending on what lender you are suited for you. Right. So that's that's one of the biggest thing. Um, closing. Closing costs are, are much different in the, in us compared to here here we tend to have kind of like a structured way that it's going to go and not too many surprises in the states it's much more of a negotiation so having a good realtor on your team is going to be very key um and it's going to be obviously depending on what type of position if someone's trying to look to offload the property or if they're not it's a whole it's it's a big negotiation there the closing part um and then when it comes down to to income documents um, your your taxes, etc. It's not too much different on that side of things, but um, yeah, your your down payment is a big one, depending what type of property you're going to be uh, buying down there and what you're using it for. Right, and also to the main thing, mortgage agents here, loan officers there. Yeah, yeah, it's Even different. Terminology is a little different. Yeah, different terms and and structures and and the way that the, the governing bodies work there uh, with licenses. But um, you know, for the most part, even with like taxes, when you're talking about self-employed income there, right. and you talk about your 1099s. Uh, here you talk about your T4s, and then you're talking yeah. about your W8. So, uh, it, I think the biggest advantage is gonna uh, that we're gonna have on our side as well is that you have someone that. We have a team that understands the Canadian side of things right. and can understand the language. Let's say when you're speaking to a Canadian that is looking to move down there and educate to say, hey, okay, you're going to need this. And that's what that's going to be. Exactly. Down they there. can compare, okay, your T4 is this document, yeah. your T1 is that's this. Such yeah. a big piece. It's yeah. Such a big Huge. piece. What I love too is that, you know, we look at here and we're, it's, it's awesome that we think, you know, we have 75 plus lenders that we deal with. But really, it's only five main banks. What I love about there is that they have over a thousand plus lenders, and it's not just yeah. five main banks. There's hundreds of main banks you could go and get that AAA product. Yeah. So then that's awesome too, is that giving that diversity in the type of product, 
making it not as difficult as it may be here to get, you know, that exact mortgage you want. Where again, some people are like, you know, my only option was private because someone didn't guide them properly. Yeah, I think that there a broker plays even a bigger role. Yeah. Um, because there's other options and you know, it's 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 similar. I thought about this as well here. Like with Canadians, it's still important get a second opinion yeah. ask a broker for an opinion you know the bike the bank is looking out for their products right um and and yes you might some people might have long ter- term relationships with them and and it's perhaps easier on that side but a broker can always give in an insight on on you know what's best for you and options and then especially in the states because there's so many lenders and products right. out there so yeah absolutely no, yeah. that that's awesome yeah. and and yeah to go to your point i think that is true i think it's a lot more like here we're broker heavy now i think we're at that 55 percent of canadians use a broker for their mortgages but i think over in the u.s that's a lot higher i think that's like your main option because again you have a thousand plus products how are you going to navigate what's the best one yeah go for so we're going to cut for commercial break and when we get back niels is going to talk about everything to do with visas and what it looks like to get you down there as a permanent resident are your refinancing needs not being heard sparks mortgage agents are here to listen Michael is obviously stating that mortgage refinancing can often be confusing for applicants. Nick says that finding the best rate isn't always transparent. Like water. Michael agrees. Nick hears him loud and clear. SparkFinancialGroup.ca guides you to renegotiate your existing mortgage at the best rate. Spark Financial Group, where finance creates freedom. Welcome back to What Would It Cost? On this episode, we're talking all things Florida with Niels Decker. So, Niels, before we cut to the break, we're going to get into visas and what that temporary or permanent residency looks like. So take us through that process and what it means. Yeah, uh, great question. I think the biggest thing is like the question, can anyone buy in Florida or what do I need a certain status? Right. And when you cross the border, automatically you are there as a visitor status. And we the term that we often hear is you're, you're the snowbird. Right. Um, especially if you're looking to do a longer vacation. So the snowbird status is that visitor status, and you can stay in the States for six months at uh, in a stretch from zero to six months, mm-hmm. or you can spread out all those amount of days or different type of stays on a 12-month calendar. So when you enter, that's when your calendar starts, and then you can stay for accumulatively for six months or Mm -hmm. one stretch all through six months so that's important to know um so if you're going in as let's call it now your snowbird status yeah uh when you're buying you then and you're looking to apply for a mortgage and the most important thing is that if you uh do not want to rent it out and you want this to be a vacation home that will be important to then that will be a question that's actually going to come up when you're looking for a mortgage. This will be a home, but I'm not going to create income of it. So it won't right. be a rental rental income. Right. And then um, for the second part is that if you do look to create a rental income, then it will fall into a different down payment for that application to mortgage status. Right. So uh, from that piece, if you're not going to be doing snowbird status, then it really becomes a simple question of, is the visa that you're looking to obtain going to be an immigrant mm-hmm. uh, status or non-immigrant? Right. And essentially what that means is that your immigrant status is that you're saying, I have the intention to stay here for a longer period. So that could be multiple years. And the non-immigrant visa, that is saying that my intention is I will be here, but I have an intention to leave at some point. Right. 
Uh, time frames can be different for both, but essentially it's just saying what is your intention on, on being here. Um, and when you dive into the visa process, um, at first when you look at it, it looks like there could be a visa with literally A, B, C, D, E, all the way down to Z. Uh, but some of the, the main visas that we've come across when we went through this process um, is your E-visa, which is typically uh, for entrepreneurs, uh, for skilled um, skilled people, so for specific positions that they have an extra skill that American might not have. And even in your E-visas, you have, I think, up to five E-1, up to E-5. Right. Um, another popular visa is your L visa, which is intra-company. Uh, so let's say your company you work for here has a company already in the States and they're looking to send you down. So that's an, in an inter-company example. Um, other popular visas are your O visa, which is, uh, again, a, sp a special, special needs type of position. Uh, but there's just many types and I think it's, it's important for someone to just look at what fits best for them. But it comes back to the basics of, is this is an immigrant or non-immigrant? Right. Are you staying long-term or not? Exactly. And that's yeah. the whole point of that concierge service again, is that yeah. you're really helping them guide them. So you understand, okay, this is the kind of mortgage I got to get for this client because they're looking for this visa or that visa. Yeah. Yeah. And then in that step, we would have access to an immigration lawyer that can right. guide you through that process. But yeah, you really look at what's my intention to, to go to the States. Will I stay here longer or not? And, um, you know, and, and it's always, I think is one of the biggest things for people where like, could I stay there longer? How can I stay there longer? Right. And, um, I think the it comes back to the to the really basics of it is what value will you be able to add by going down there right you know and and I think the bigger value that you can bring with perhaps your skills or value in economically so investment wise um, the more the more powerful that is the easier your visa process is going to be too so yeah very good. <laughs> <laughs> so downtown Fort Lauderdale, Las Olas, we plant the flag, the first flag south of the border for Spark Financial Group. How are you feeling in regards to uh, being the guy that's heading it off and, and that, yes, has the platform that you have to bounce off of and the team that you have to work with, but how, do, how does that start to look like for you, for your wife, Julia, for your for your son, your, your newly born son, right? Like, tell us a little bit about, about that. Yeah, the, a, a nice loaded questions. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, I think you know we took our trip down or or uh, our company orientation um, to understand the lay of the land at the beginning of November. But it was great, and that, and it reaffirmed again when we just went back recently with the family to look for a place to stay. Um, when when you're mentioning our office is going to be down on on Las Olas on the main uh, on the main strip and people are like, okay, you're right in the middle, yeah. a beautiful spot. So, I think in general, uh, you know, Toronto has got that amazing vibe too of people wanting to 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 do good stuff, to create good business, and it's it's like it's almost like an 10x over there. People are excited. They're they're upbeat. They wanna they wanna make something happen, and you know the atmosphere was great. And I think that when we were all there, we experienced that, and uh, it's beautiful. But yeah, now for the family, um, it's it's exciting as well. I mean, I grew up 
uh, in a different country already. So I already have a bit of nomad to me. <laughs> and and for my wife, Julia, it's a little bit different. She's a little bit more, you know, she's been in the same place. Uh, and uh, so that adjustment will be overall, it's exciting and, and uh, we're ready for it. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. So now February's arrived. We're down there. We're open. What's that look like with staff and the ecosystem? What are the plans for uh, when you open the doors? Yeah, I mean, it's all exciting to, to talk about going down there. But, uh, you know, when those doors open for business, we better be ready. And, uh, you know, where we're at right now is is having an underwriter. And, uh, and there they call them processors to be to be able to support all the files that come in. Mm -hmm. uh, so that will be all set. And, uh, you know, based on our last trip and our, our, our connections that we've had as a team and others around us, you know, having the right people in place, if that's the title company, yeah. insurance, the realtors, um, you know, all those connections are, are ready to go on and people are excited to work with us. So, you know, we're, we're, we're ready to open those doors and, and bring those files home. So we're excited. Yeah, like I feel what we've created and what we've started here and the platform and foundation that we have, yeah. we're sending you down with over there. So yeah. not only the underwriter, but the the marketing coordinator that our, our marketing department here is going to work with, the assistant manager that you're going to have help you build out what you got to build out, and then the operators flying in steady yeah. from yeah. Toronto. We're going to, yeah. the underwriters there are going to consult the processor there. They're coming down ongoing. Mikey's coming down for the operations. I'm coming down for, for sales and marketing with the boys right yeah. so it's just the amount of support and the foundation that you have there and then on top of that the extension of the ecosystem yeah. that you were talking about so it's like we we couldn't be more geared up and yeah ready, exactly right? between title insurance uh the attorneys down there we've already made connections with realtors home inspectors so uh, yeah I'm, I'm confident that as soon as that door opens yeah you know it's gonna be like servicing our clients here yeah i think the biggest thing is uh you know it gets mentioned is that we can look like a Ferrari on the outside, but if, if we don't look, if we don't have that engine ready on the hood, then you know we're gonna have our uh, our, our socks down to our ankles, and we don't want that. Exactly. And right now, it's roaring, baby. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah, all exciting stuff, and we look forward to you keeping in touch with us through all of our social platforms and our website, and uh, follow us. Call us, DM us, email us. We're always here for you guys. We want to thank you and we're very grateful. Yeah, we appreciate you and, and keep following along on this journey because it's going to just get more and more and more exciting. Coming up on What Would It Cost? Like when people hear like the word AI, they're like, hey, like they don't really know what it is. They think robots, they think like magic. Mm -hmm. But all it is is just data and then you run it through like a, a computer, like a machine with like mathematical models and it gives you like specific insights. Right. So if you think about it with like, for example, um, with realtors, you could, there's a company that actually tried to do this, they didn't do too well, but you can pretty much put in a bunch of factors. So for example, how big the home is in square foot, how many bathrooms does it have, how many beds does it have, the location, all of that information, you feed it through a machine learning model and it will tell you an approximation of the value of the home.